Welcome back, everybody, to the Davenport Pulse. Uh, today, we have Director of Parks and Recreation, Chad Dyson. He is here to talk about National Parks and Recreation Month. Welcome, Chad. Thank you. Hey, Thanks Chad. for coming on. Yeah, it's been a long time. <laughs> okay, so before we get started, we like to ask our guests just to share a little bit about themselves. So tell us. Sure. Uh, well, Chad Dyson, Parks and Recreation Director. I've uh, been at the helm of the department. Uh, it'll be five years in August. Um, prior to that, I was uh, in the with the Iowa City Parks and Recreation Department and then spent some time in the Chicago suburbs early in my career um, in Parks and Recreation. But um, Quad City native, born and raised in uh, Rock Island, okay. uh, Illinois Go side. Rockies. But go, go Rocks, right? Um, so, uh, yeah, been uh, leading the department for five years, and it's been a blast. What has been your favorite thing in the last five years? Favorite thing? Yeah. Um, well, there's been uh, several highlights. Um, probably the the most significant achievement or proudest thing is completing the parks master plan. Um, that was a, a long overdue and needed planning process that the department hadn't undertaken in, in a long time. And uh, very happy with the document that was produced and the input and engagement with the community we got through that process. Um, currently, you know, there's so much going on as far as improvements to the park system, I'll, and I'm sure we'll get into some of it later, but uh, the you know the ARPA funding that's been allocated for park improvements has been uh, uh, welcomed, um, so we're getting a lot done with that. Um, and then, you know, it, it's been a challenging five years, obviously, um, the, not only Davenport, but the nation, every, you know, we've been through a lot and, uh, having those challenges and, and the resiliency of our, our staff and, and the community has been, been, uh, great to be a part of. So. Absolutely. How did you first become interested in this career path? Okay. Um, <laughs> so, uh, well, I was always sort of a park kid growing mm -hmm. up, um, heavily involved in park activities, spent a lot of time in parks, um, always had a fondness for the outdoors and, and nature and that type of stuff. Um, worked seasonally in high school for the Rock Island Parks Department, so got some experience there early on. And then, uh, like, well, like many, potentially, uh, went to college, sort of had no direction early on, um, changed majors a couple times, mm -hmm. and then eventually landed. Uh, I had a, a roommate and a friend who was pursuing uh, leisure studies and, and recreation. And, mm -hmm. uh, I said, well, I'll give that a shot. Sure. And uh, initially, I intended to take, I wanted to do collegiate rec, intramurals, that type of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but... Uh, graduated and needed to find work yeah. and, uh, you know, pay those loans and that type of stuff. Got uh, first job in, in public recreation in municipal at a park district in Illinois running their sports programs. Um, and from there, just sort of snowballed, uh, grew within the profession. And, and uh, here I am. 
Here you are, the director of the fun department. The fun department, as as my boss always tells me when I (laughs) come to her with any sort of issues, you know, you're the fun department. Well, we try to be, but uh, we are, you know, we consider ourselves an essential service and part of the community and and we take our team and myself, we take our work very, you know, seriously, Mm -hmm. even though, um, you know, what we provide to the community is fun, leaning and leisure and, and expected to improve quality of life and mm-hmm. all that sort of stuff. So, um, yeah. So we're here today to talk about National Parks and Recreation Month. Um, tell us about it and um, share with our listeners this year's theme. Sure. So National Parks and Recreation Month happens every year in July, and it, it's um, it's a um, product of uh, the National Recreation and Park Association, which is the profession's sort of governing association nationally. Um, so this year's theme is where community grows, and, and that is a nationwide theme uh, that is put out by uh, NRPA. Um, so we locally and other uh, parks departments across the country typically adopt that for the month of July. And um, we've planned a series of events and programs around that theme, mm-hmm. um, and we are doing some I would encourage listeners to look out on our social media uh, the month of July because we're going to be doing some outreach posts and things to highlight uh, a lot of our team and employees and, and really sort of try to humanize our our work. And, yeah, love that. And let the, the public really get a inner looking at our department mm-hmm. and everything we do. Very cool. So the theme is where community grows and you kind of, you touched base on it a little bit about ARPA investment and also just the park development fund. You have put a lot of investment from your guys' budget into park improvements. Can you highlight a couple of the park improvements that sure. the community has seen or maybe ones that are still coming? To Ongoing? Yep. Yeah. Okay. So starting with ARPA, um, We've uh, replaced four playgrounds, and another one is coming. Um, so Harbor Road, Lafayette Park, Wayland, E-Mice, thank you. Uh, <laughs> so there's just so many of them um, with 40, 40 parks. Mm-hmm. Sometimes at my age, <laughs> it's hard to remember them all. Um, I'm um, embarrassed to say. but Honestly, I don't think people understand or know how many parks... Davenport has. Yeah, so we have 40 named parks over, we manage over 3,600 acres of parkland, 25 miles of trails, you know, nine miles of the riverfront, Mm -hmm. um, two pools, three golf courses, uh, ice arena. So it's a pretty robust system um, with lots of things. Um, But back to Jerry's question Mm -hmm. and the improvements. So uh, another big one that is coming out of ARPA that is out going out to bid now is the dose uh, mm-hmm. splash in play. Uh, we decommissioned the dose pool because it had aged out and are replacing that amenity with a splash and playground combination. So that's out to bid now. Hopefully construction will start yet this year and finish in the spring and be open for next year. Um, we are 
doing three multi-sport courts um, at Van Buren, Cork Hill, and Harrington Park, um, as well as an inclusive play space to replace the E-Mice playground. So uh, lots of big projects from that realm. And Mm -hmm. then you mentioned the park development program. That's an annual CIP program that funds small to medium-sized projects. Typically, we do a lot of playground replacements through that, uh, shelter improvements, dog park improvements, um, equipment, that type of stuff. And mm-hmm. that, that gets funded every year. So just a lot happening. It's a very, very busy time from a project standpoint. It, yeah. It's actually it's sort of quite unusual for us to have this type of project load right now, but, uh, it's a blessing, right? Anytime, mm-hmm. um, you get the opportunity to make those type of improvements, to better the park system, to ultimately better the community. Um, That's a good thing. So you kind of just hit, touched on this, but can you share some of the importance of parks and recreation spaces and um, the programs for our community? Sure. So, you know, um, a lot of times you hear a lot about, you know, streets being needing fixed and Mm -hmm. and public safety and and all that's really, really important. Um, But I, you know, I would be remiss if I didn't advocate for how parks and open space and recreation programs play a vital role in the health and the vibrancy of a community, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Not only that to the individuals, um, but there's also benefits to economic development and mental health and um, even help with uh, decrease in crime potentially. Mm -hmm. So um, we tie in to a lot of the other departments and a lot of the other services the city provides and uh, um, uh, very essential, in my opinion, to the um, health and benefit of a community and the people that live there. Mm-hmm. I agree. Back to the projects and everything. I think one of the coolest things about parks and how many projects you, you guys have going on is we actually get to see them come to life. Because, yeah. I mean, roads, like, yep, you see a new road, it's nice to drive on. But I think it's fun to be able to see the parks and then when you drive home, you can they're just covered in kids. Yeah. So, uh, you know, if you were to ask me what are what is one of the the things that I like most about my job and that'd be one of them. Right. Mm -hmm. When we complete a project or we bring a new amenity or we develop a new park or we upgrade or update aging infrastructure within the parks at the end once those are done to see the use Mm -hmm. and the community kids adults um utilizing those spaces and enjoying them i mean that's what really at the end of the day makes this career this profession and being in parks and rec uh really rewarding oh yeah just the biggest reward yeah, it's a fulfilling thing being able to just drive around and see people right. happy and and they're the they're spaces. typically pretty visual, right? Right. Like, yeah. You know, playgrounds tend to be bright, colorful, yeah. stand out. You see them, especially if there's a new one where there hasn't been one before. Yep. Um, so yeah, it, like you said, it, it's very recognizable. Can you touch on multi-sport courts and how many different games can you play on a multi-sport court? Yeah. So, um, they're really designed to, well, they have their root in urban settings. Um, 
primarily used where there's a lack of open green space, mm-hmm. uh, where uh, concrete or hard court or asphalt is, is prominent. Um, communities have used this approach to bring some sort of sport type activity into areas that don't necessarily have, you know, the green space. So that's sort of the history. Um, they can be designed in, in a multitude of ways to accommodate a variety of sports. So uh, the ones we're doing will be primarily, you know, the main sport will be soccer or futsal, um, There'll be basketball lines. There'll be um, potentially pickleball or tennis lines, net sports, that type of stuff. So you could really design them to do as many activities or sports as the space can allow. Um, but generally, I would say limit it to you know three or four okay. type things. Um, Simply because you start putting all those lines on a hard surface, it gets confusing. <laughs> right. and you got a bunch of different colors. And, <laughs> yeah. and so, but generally speaking, uh, you know, three to four activities for per court. Very cool. So you put in, I think there's eight ARPA parks and several other improvements that are coming. And you talk about multi-sport court versus a playground versus an all-inclusive playground versus play splash, splash pad. How did you guys as a department come up with what's going in what area? Well, part of that, well, we started initially, I mean, there's, as far as ARPA goes, there are some restrictions or limits or requirements as to where those funds can be uh, spent. So we started with that. We identified what areas could potentially receive that type of funding for improvements and then looked at those parks came up with some ideas um, based on either community input or our master planning process. Um, And then we vetted those um, project ideas to council Mm -hmm. and they ultimately approved some things. And then once we got into sort of the details, we would uh, engage the schools. We did a lot of input seeking with, with kids. Which is amazing. Yeah. I, love, I that. love that. At, at the end of the day, when you, you want the end user to be happy, right? right? So yeah. it was important to us to make sure the kids that are going to primarily be using these amenities had their say. Mm-hmm. So we did a, a real thorough job in, in going into the schools and, and the school district was a great partner and letting us have access to those kids and get their feedback and opinion. So it's nice as a kid who lives in a neighborhood, who's getting in a new playground or a new splash pad or something to ultimately come out and use that and say, Hey, you know, I was part of that process. So not only were they able to say that they also get sort of a a mini civic lesson Mm -hmm. uh, in sort of how processes work when it comes to, government projects. So I think all the way around, it was um, a a good um, process to engage with the kids and the schools. And uh, it was fun, too. Mm -hmm. I mean, you talk about the fun department and um, being able to go into those classrooms with those kids and just watch them participate. (laughs) And sometimes they say really silly, you know, off the wall things, but sometimes there's some value and some reality to what they're talking about. I got to join you um, on one of those 
field trips. Yeah. <laughs> and these kids are creative right. in their drawings and, and they're very vocal about what they want. And I just think it's just the greatest thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, fun. Trying to think of myself back in elementary school. If someone was to come in and like, Hey, help us pick a playground. I'd think it'd be so much fun and be, Oh yeah. Talk about go home. I'd be so excited. And it's not done enough in my opinion. Right. Like, um, I I'm proud to say that, you know, we took that approach, but a a lot of times through my career, you know, processes usually when you're spending tax dollars, so to speak, you know, it's usually the taxpayers or the adults that are giving you feedback. Mm -hmm. Oftentimes they're, wants or whatever don't necessarily align with what's best for the end user and the kids. Right. right? right. So, mm-hmm. um, it was, yeah, definitely a really fun process and something we will absolutely continue to utilize mm-hmm. in future, uh, park development. So what's one thing that, um, the parks department does that the community doesn't think you do or know that you guys do? Ooh. Oh, wow. Yeah, a lot. I think there's a lot of things that you guys have to, that is part of your you know, daily business, yeah. but people don't understand that you also have that to do. Right. Um, I, I don't know if it's so much that they don't know necessarily what we do, but they don't maybe understand the complexity sometimes of what we do. You know, I'll take mowing, for example, right? Like, most people can associate mowing with what they know with their residential space, mm-hmm. right? And expectations of care that someone takes in their private home mm-hmm. or lawn um, could be different from what or how Parks does it. Um, you know, we are limited to the resources given to us. Um, so we have to be strategic in how we allocate those resources and be responsible and good stewards to, for the public dollar. Um, and, um, so for example, we strive to do be on a seven day mo cycle, but oftentimes sometimes that swells to 10 days or more. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's not what I always try to convey to the public. It, it's because sometimes, you know, there may be a criticism or something. Um, but it, it's definitely not something that we're negligent about or intentional. It's just sort of a matter of resource management. Right. Yeah. Um, what I would say is what we do that they may not know about. It, it may be sort of the opposite of um, a lot of times people think, because we're a little bit different in Davenport, right? Um, some things that they think the parks department may be responsible for, we aren't. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for example, forestry, like that's a division of public work. So we don't we don't do a lot with trees, mm-hmm. which is unusual, honestly. Um, m- most of the time, most parks departments would have the forestry division because the most most of the city trees are in park spaces sure. or public right of ways. So. Um, so that that's just an example. Like we get a lot of calls about trees or something, mm-hmm. and then we have to communicate with Public Works, which we do a good job. We're good partners with. So I think it's a lot more of that a little bit than um, what we 
do that they may not know, right? right? I mean, our basic structure from a maintenance standpoint, you know, we care and mow for mow all the green spaces. We remove trash. We repair and fix playgrounds and shelters and all that sort of stuff. We run golf courses. Uh, I, I think the one thing, Jerry, sorry, I'm really long-winded on this answer, okay. but uh, one thing that people may not necessarily associate with us is junior theater. Oh, yeah. Right? So, um, junior theater is a parks and rec run program on the Annie Wintmeyer campus. Um, but it has such a long history with their nonprofit partner, junior theater Inc. And, and sometimes I think there's a, it has such a brand and image of its own that mm-hmm. sometimes it overshadows the department as yeah. a whole. Um, so a lot of times people don't un- you know, understand that that is a recreation program Mm -hmm. under our recreation division. Right. Um, uh, Another one would be adaptive and inclusive sports and activities um, because that caters to a particular demographic and population. Um, A lot of times that doesn't get the notoriety or the um, knowledge and and output that uh, it probably deserves. but uh, those would be sort of two two things that come to mind that people may not really understand that we're responsible for. This is a fun one. Do you have a favorite park in Davenport? Oh, see, that's like asking if you have a, a parent, favorite child. If you have a favorite child, right? <laughs> okay, like so, that's putting me on the spot. <laughs> okay, so if you are, you know, it's a beautiful Saturday. Where are you going to go to enjoy a couple hours? Well, probably a golf course. Right, it's a golf course. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, honestly, uh, my golf game has really dwindled since I, I I don't nearly have the time I wish I had to play golf like I used to. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, so I would I'd say multiple. I mean, it depends on the situation. But if you're looking for just sort of a peaceful quiet stroll i'd probably head to sunderbrook yes on the west end that's sort of the hidden gym um if it is a thing where i want to be more active i would probably choose a trail Mm -hmm. uh, either the riverfront or duck creek and then ride or walk um the other park You know, everybody talks about Vanderveer. Obviously, we're very proud of Vanderveer. It, mm-hmm. It's a flagship central park. It has a long history and it houses our horticultural team and the mm-hmm. conservatory and all that. Um, but there are some really, really nice sort of neighborhood parks. Um, you know, Goose Creek, we've done a lot of improvements mm-hmm. up there and we've had a lot of engagement with the neighbors. Um, the disc golf. The disc golf was added recently. We're uh, putting a restroom in there now. Um, a ball field was modified in partnership with one of the local baseball clubs. Um, so, um, and then uh, oh, just one other park, I would say, um, LeClaire Heights. That's a good one. We had and, party in the park there. Yeah. <laughs> and and it, that's one that is a, a sort of a typical neighborhood park, but it, it's, it's topography and, and the rolling hills and, and just sort of the nature of it are, mm-hmm. are really cool for the location and, and sort of the historic area that it's in. Yeah. Um, so, and then 
lastly, I would say Lindsay. Um, mm -hmm. If you want a nice mix of whether you want a passive space, there you have that opportunity. There's a play space. There's a ball field, basketball courts. So there's a variety of experiences you can have at Lindsay Park mm -hmm. and it's across from the river adjacent to the village so like yeah. there's a, a lot of good things about Lindsay as well mm -hmm. but I love all our parks right, right. like yeah. I would never tell you that there is a park that I don't like right so. yeah catch Chad going down the slides yeah right, <laughs> right. <laughs> you have to do playground inspections right yeah make exactly. sure it works and it's exactly. safe and all that I have one final question for you sure can you tell those interested how they can get involved with parks and recreation sure uh, that's a great question uh, we have a multitude of ways um, short of just direct contact with staff either through our, our phone or email or um social media um you can get involved uh we have a park advisory board um that meets monthly and is a um, advisory board that helps us set um practice and, and guidelines and and we bounce a lot of things off them and it's a good way for someone who might be interested in seeking some sort of um government career or, or poli political um well, it's not political, but you know what I mean, like serving on a board or commission right. or getting that type of experience if they have aspirations for service in a, another area. Mm -hmm. um, the other way is our AmeriCorps program. Yes. So we manage one of the largest AmeriCorps grants in the state of Iowa. And uh, there's lots of opportunities to serve as an AmeriCorps member with us. And then uh, we have a numerous uh, friends groups that we work closely with, whether it's Friends of Vandeveer, Friends of Credit Island, Friends of um, Off-Road Cycling. Mm -hmm. um, so that may not be a direct interaction with us, but it's a way to give back to the park system and the community and get involved with those groups. So there's several ways to um, engage with us and be part of, of what we're doing in the community. Mm -hmm. And if you'd like to be employed by the fun department, well, that, that's the other thing you could, you can, you can straight up work for us yeah. if you want to do that. Yeah. So, and we are always looking. So, uh, our department is a little bit different than others that we rely very heavily on seasonal and part-time employment. Mm -hmm. Um, the bulk of our full-time equivalents are, are that, and we are always looking, um, to hire uh, particularly lifeguards for pools, camp counselors, uh, maintenance team, custodians, park ambassadors, um, golf course maintenance. So we, if you have an interest in something, we probably have an area that you would fit well in. Mm -hmm. um, and we're constantly in the state of hiring. So, yeah. Awesome. Well, Chad, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. We appreciate, appreciate it. it. Everybody get out and check out your uh, Davenport Parks this summer. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you.